podcast informs listeners that the views, thoughts, and opinions expressed solely belong to the host and not necessarily to their employer or any other group of individuals. It is not a research report. It is not a recommendation to buy or sell any security. It is for informational purposes only and should not be construed otherwise. It's May 2, 2020, and it's been a while since I made a podcast, but that doesn't mean that I wasn't working. Uh, of course, we've had an ECQ, and I have been sharing a lot of my ideas freely uh, through Facebook videos, having a lot of Zoom video classes. You can always join it 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. every Friday through our Zoom classes, uh, you just go to facebook.com uh, slash our awesome planet slash videos and you can see all those videos by me faces trader uh, in partnership with Anton Diaz of our awesome planet in conjunction we've also launched our awesome 10x.com that is the website www.awesome10x.com. You could see all the articles, videos, classes, and so forth. In this article today, or in this podcast today, uh, you would see that uh, I have discussed how we have applied the art of Lego for trading and investing. Now, we live in an ambiguous, paradoxical world. Would you have bet that with record unemployment losses that the NASDAQ would exhibit not just a V-shaped recovery, but even all-time highs? Uh, particularly some, a lot of names. The Domino's Pizza, the Amazon, the Walmart, the Netflix, Zoom Video, Activision Blizzard, and so forth. Although not all of them, maybe ServiceNow, Atlassian. So if not for CEO Amazon, uh, Jeff Bezos, talking down their stock last night, May 1, 2020, after their earnings report, telling a lot of people to take a seat, it would not have even have dropped. Not, uh, and Tesla was even trading at 800 to fall to 700 only after Elon Musk went into a rampage on his Twitter uh, about how expensive Tesla shares are and how... Um, Essentially, a lot of ramblings for a man of uh, his company, which questions again what he has been smoking. Most winners um, is not always a tale of shrewd foresight nor bold strategic moves. That is not our view. Although anyone would know that Amazon is a poster child for a winning company, uh, and even the COVID-19 is a gift to them, uh, as some would say. A bad, a bad thing to say, though, because COVID-19 is not a gift. Um, what it just means is that Amazon is a COVID-resilient-proof company in that uh, scenario. Any trader would easily buy at 1.7, seeing that it has bounced at 1.6. However, not everyone would know that buying even at 2,000 to 2.1 would result in them being able to sell at 2.4. I believe that it was a series of pragmatic actions. It was to make each problem manageable in order to get a string of practical tasks done right. The underlying principles are what I would like to call building Lego portfolios. 
Uh, how does building a Lego portfolio work in trading? Number one, the power of small, the power of chunking, breaking things up, keeping it fluid, building the blocks, testing and testing and testing. And you would have to have the experimenting ability and mentality in business. The cost effectiveness of trying something is an alternative to analyzing everything. Experimentation is a form of cheap learning for most of the excellent companies. It proves less costly and more useful than sophisticated market research or careful planning. A master move is heads, I win a lot, tails, I don't lose a lot. Even masterful, of course, is the one who adds on winners, the one who builds on his Lego block portfolio. Heads, I win a lot, tails, I don't lose at all. You are so ahead of your original cost that averaging up makes it easier to win more or just have your win trim to at most half. If you consider the biggest winners in a month, some of them are not even in the best stay-at-home sectors. They even are stay-out-of-home names. We illustrated some casinos running 300% moves from their lows, such as Scientific Games and Penn National Gaming, only because they've been pummeled forcefully to the ground. With adequate short covering and sentiment swings, they have rallied on hopes and not on data. The point here is that all trades must start at low costs. Your experiments, even when trading a bad company like a Shientra at 190, is worth it, or a bad company like Jumia at 273 is worth it, same as whether a victim of crisis such as Planet Fitness, Match Group, Live Nation, and so forth were worth it. We mentioned that we saw a risk of 1 and a reward of 17 in many restaurant spaces when we included buying Jollibee at 95 to 99, Maxis at 450, Pizza at 450. In the end, our buy carnage ideas have truly gone up just as much as our buy resilient ideas. Our carnage picks were Jollibee, uh, Shakey's Pizza, Max's, and the overall restaurants in the USA, such as McDonald's, Starbucks, QSR, Shake Shack, Yum Brands, Yum China, Domino's Pizza, Papa John's, Dunkin' Donuts. Sometimes experimenting is so cheap, the cut is too low anyway, and yet the reward is too large that it makes sense. The most important ingredient in our success lies in our small experiments approach. We bought Mrs. G at 1.5 to 1.55 even when it has rallied because we knew there was still a substantial idea upside to be had. So was the reason to buy Tell at 11.20. Wasn't it a case of an experiment such as buying more shop at 400 to 490 even when we purchased at 374 precisely because buying Amazon at 2000 would have worked out nicely anyway. Shopify eventually went to 640s, back to their all-time highs, just as predicted due to the Amazon follower effect as well as its own individual news flow of consumer shopping mobile apps. Our point is that trading is about building a position and accumulating small bets in a higher-low manner. It is averaging up and also not making bold all-in bets even when we believe that a certain position is likely to be good. The results first approach means to listen to whether the markets agree with us and this changes your view on why you are supposed to average up or accumulate in a range. The beauty of trading globally is that we get almost a cheat sheet of the river cards had we been playing poker. 
We have advantages because the best stock movements aren't always going to be easy to know in the onset. You would not go all in immediately, even if you were right. You would have not known how high it would have gone. Everyone knows that pure gold and Amazon are going to do well in COVID. That's precisely why they were the first to recover in the lows. We published the companies we wanted, but when we were buying pure gold at 33, we had to buy more at 26 to 28 when it eventually bottomed out there. See our March 16, 2020 article on how to trade in a bear market where we identified PLDT Glow Pure Gold as our ideas to buy and to be contrarian entering Jollibee and SM for seeing them to drop at those certain levels. Now, how everyone uses their knowledge and executes them are very different. Lastly, the reason why small chunks are better is if you can manage your risks and fold faster when wrong. Assume we made a bet on Zoom video. Frustrated that we can't get it low, but the stock drops 10 to 20% next few days. Then we would have incurred unnecessary losses. But we would experiment a small position, and even a loss would be a cheap cut to see whether it was really too hard to buy a winner in a market that's supposed to have a Great Depression volatility. Of course, Zoom video turned out very well, poster child indeed of the COVID crisis. We won't stop until the market proves to us wrong, and any drops at 125 to 100 would be a re-entry to that name. This is the same thing with our SDC, Smile Direct Club idea, which is to buy 6.6, which ended up hitting 7.7 in two days. We will view any drops near 6 to see the gaps filled and a bottom-out reversal play for teledentistry. No matter how many charts you draw, what you're really getting is just more information every single day. All you're buying is more information. You never know for sure until after the fact whether it is worthwhile. Moreover, as the stock gets traded, each major step becomes more expensive as the last one if you've been waiting for so long for an entry. The point is to break up a plant size into small chunks and buy in small tranches. This is true for all kinds of markets, whether bullish or bearish. The easiest way to cut losses is when you have such a cheap cut, which happens mainly because you experiment with a small size to begin with. Once you're already committed largely, your ego and sunk costs make it harder for you to roll and cut your losses. The major reason for people unable to cut a loss is their size. They've over-concentrated and unable to go back to just being in the experimental phase. In order to think clearly, always have small chunks. This is the true power of trading and investing. You may join our Zoom classes for free every Friday. It's 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Philippine time. It's also recorded so you can watch it anytime you want. Just visit www.awesome10x.com. You'll find a plethora of free videos, our core training sessions, articles, and so forth. Our topic on Labor Day was why do some companies hundredfold and why do bad stocks, quote-unquote, bad stocks become great trades. Uh, our free Friday live stream is found in www.facebook.com slash ourawesomeplanet slash videos and you can check it all out. We have our awesome 10x mastermind class where I provide 24-7 live-assisted trading guidance 
for the Philippines and the U.S. stock markets. We provide Zoom live classes and recordings every Monday to Friday, 5.30 to 6.30 p.m. Those who wish to sign up and register now can contact Rach through Viber. We uh, have a membership fee of 2,000 peso per month, 10,000 peso for six months. You can check it out, uh, register bit.ly slash global investing class. May you live an awesome 10x life, faceless trader. Thank you.